Ladies and gentlemen, this is FFGC Hollywood, a fighting game podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to FGC Hollywood, a fighting game podcast. Yes, it's been a while. And yes, this is a pre-show disclaimer since I done goofed while recording this episode. The first is I had my audio levels way too high and messed them up on my end. And so the podcast you're about to listen to is not going to sound as good as this current recording. But you know, after four months of no podcasting, it was bound to happen. So I am a bit out of practice. But after editing this episode, I figured out the problem with my setup. So I'll make it up next week with a better quality show, as well as the usual listening experience that people are used to from FGC Hollywood. And secondly, while editing this episode, I did notice that my cold does make me sound a little different on this episode, so I apologize for that. I'm hoping next week I'll be fully healthy and back to my usual self. But aside from that, it's good to be back. So without further ado, please enjoy episode 37 of FGC Hollywood. That is, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But uh, hopefully the VPN trick worked. Hopefully we're good to go. This is so poverty. Pringle, if this was an FGC Hollywood, what would this show be? Look at, I'm in the basement. (laughs) This is, uh, this is something else, but, um, hey, we're back. This is the star of the show. This is episode 37, Pringle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is FGC Hollywood, a fighting game podcast. I know it's been a while. It's been four months. Can you believe it's been four months, Pringle? We have not recorded anything for four months. I can actually definitely believe it. I just, oof, man, I don't know what I was doing lately, man. I got in the crack, then math, oh, then heroin. I, like, <laughs> I don't believe man. the math part. You still got all your teeth. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's true, man. Oh, yeah. man, dude. <laughs> nah, man, I've just been chilling, man. Just nice. been chilling. Um, Nothing too much going on. That That's cool. We got a lot going on in the show notes. We were talking before the show started. I got two screen here, uh, so I'm going to be looking over here a lot for their show notes because this is a poverty setup. Uh, I want to kind of break down everything. Obviously, FGC Hollywood has been on a gone for a long time. Four months is a long time. We were doing this show basically on a weekly basis, right? And uh, we did 36 episodes total uh, starting early 2020 to like mid, um, or rather early 2021 to mid 2021, but it was 36 episodes. So that's 36 weeks. And we missed a few in there, but uh, just for people who don't know who we are, I figured we, uh, let's reintroduce ourselves to, <laughs> to people. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so my name is Max Spleiser. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. It's a fighting game podcast. Obviously, it's called FGC Hollywood for a reason. We are uh, we're not Hollywood. We're not the real FGC Hollywood, but we call ourselves Hollywood because mm. we're the little Hollywood. And uh, that's how the show started. We've been off for four months, but normally we talk about fighting games every week. Pringle and I. Uh, to the disdain of many, because they're saying we're not really fighting in players anymore. We're boomers. Yeah, but, uh, but it's good to be back, Bringle. We'll talk exactly what we did, but uh, how do you feel about FGC Hollywood being back for for the first time in four months? It's time, man. I ain't going to front, man. When we took that hiatus, I was like, I don't think we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be like a good text of Mike Ross where one went all the way over there, and then mm-hmm. Mike Ross went this way <laughs> yeah. we're like that. oh yeah that's my roster right but yeah it's pretty cool to come back man it was time you know yeah fiends gotta have more man they got we're giving them a pinky they gotta have the hand now <laughs> yeah uh no we'll definitely feed them with stuff to to talk trash about us in the comments uh just a disclaimer before we do get started 
I, I know this is a weird setup. Obviously, we're in video now, so that's cool. We'll see how long this lasts because uh, we've had problems setting this up. I'm uh, underground technically currently. I'm in my dad's basement. Uh, if you can see, this is not my room. That is my little art thing. That's Eno. But that's the only uh, thing I can do. Um, but so I am underground with crappy internet. But this is going to have to do for the winter until in March. Hopefully, I can find my own place here in the St. Louis area because I moved uh, from Columbia, Missouri to St. Louis, Missouri. So uh, we're kind of, uh, this is a hobo setup for FGC Hollywood currently. Um, also for uh, disclaimer for myself only, uh, I'm coming off of a cold. So that's why my voice is kind of shot. Uh, I obviously have congestion. So I have my Kleenex here. So if you see me blowing my nose, don't be alarmed. It's not COVID. I just have yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to turn off the screen if you sneeze on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to con contract any COVID virus yeah, through, no, the, through the screen. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so that's FGC Hollywood disclaimer. Uh, Primo, what did you do for the last four months? We, we've been up. Oh, you have plenty man, of time. Uh... How many bags of sand did you throw around while? while oh man, <laughs> dude, I'll be honest, man. I, just, I, I still haven't gotten my my wrist situated fully, man. It still kind of hurts here, yeah, man. And like, I I got an X-ray uh, after I sprained my wrist picking up a bag of sand. Of course, you know, sandbag. I uh, after a couple of weeks, I was like, man, it still kind of hurts, but it, like it feels better. But I just can't put much weight into it. But I got the X-ray and. It was perfectly fine, no fractures or bone bro, bone breaks or anything like that. But I think I need a. I just made another appointment coming up this week for like. It looks like I'm probably gonna have to do some more imaging to see if there's something mm. muscular or a tendon or something like that that I may have torn or ruptured. I don't know. I read so much about it trying to figure out what may have happened. And some people say sometimes you just tear your wrist and like you just kind of damage a lot of the fascia fascia tissue or whatever around it right and that could be what's going on because it's been like a solid three months man but hey i'm still getting it in though man i like my girlfriend got me a like a pull-up thing so i've been using that and man my back has just been getting huge man i'm just getting i can ah, see that yeah last, man. yeah man so i've been like just i'm still working like I, I only took literally like one week when that week when the the wrist snapped outside of that, i just kept training because it's for me personally i i think you should train through injury Cause man, I don't like to get one lazy. Of those, I get huh? fat, lazy. Yeah, so I train usually through injury nowadays. Because last time I, t I had an injury, man, I did not train through it. Man, it was depressing. I like I tore my uh, right bicep tendon. Dude, I'm in I'm in the bed like this, just oh, depressed, man. sleeping like this. <laughs> like I could. Dude, it was depressing, man. I didn't do anything like for three. You get a whole month break, and I did nothing for like three yeah. weeks. And it wasn't until the end where I was like, maybe I'll play a video game. Dude, I didn't play. And I don't I don't even know what I did. I think I just laid in bed in a dark-ass room and, <laughs> and yeah. just got depressed. Because, like, it was so bad. Like, when I tore my bicep, I had to, like, I, when we went to the cafeteria to eat, I had to ask my friend, hey, man, can you put butter on my bread? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man, it was pretty bad. I had to learn how to use do everything with my left hand, so that was kind of difficult. But other than that, man, uh, I'm doing all right. Like, even though like I, I, it hurts and stuff like that, I think I, can, I can still train through it. I, I just, I just don't do like weight, heavy weight, like because like sand, like you got to put all that weight on the wrist, and I think that's generally where all the pain's coming from. But I don't mm. think there's anything like essentially wrong, like, but. But for whatever reason, it's been like three months and it still hasn't fully healed. So, but I've read that That's people weird. say they could, they wrist sprains can take a while to heal because it's such small muscles and it's a, such a small like area. 
But I've heard people can sometimes take like almost like a year of just healing their wrist after like a pretty bad sprain, but no fractures or anything like that. It just could be really, really slow healing process. But I don't know, man. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't, I don't think that's the case, though. But hey, man. I, I, Father just, Time's undefeated. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it's just like, I, I don't know why, but sooner or later I'll get back in there. For now, it doesn't matter, though, because it's like autumn. So like every mm-hmm. day is raining out here and I can't really go out, ba- out back to throw some sandbags so i'm basically inside just doing like calisthenics and like some weights and stuff like that nice yeah yeah man that's that's uh i know just from watching mma that um bicep in- injuries and pec injuries oh, take forever to heal yeah, yeah man, those are very common. it took me what's amazing though man is that my bicep tendon rupture uh i had the surgery like the following couple of days i'd say and then Man, it took me, like, I healed like a freak. I, I, that's what I think. I healed very fast. I healed, like, in two months, man. And then I could take out the the sleeve, the the bionic arm. They used to call me Cyborg, man. <laughs> Robocop, dude. But it's horrible, man. <laughs> but it yeah. is funny. Though. But I, I had that for, like, a month. And then afterwards, um, you, you, you take it off, and then you can kind of use your arm for a period of time. And you start strengthening it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because you get super weak. Like, I couldn't even hold a cup of, like... A cup of water, like, and not even like a like the glass cup, like a plastic Damn. cup. Couldn't even hold that up. But, um, but it only took me after that. It took me like two, three months, and I was like pretty much back to where I was at. Now I'm like, now the arm is good. But I will say sometimes certain exercise does hurt it, so I have to mm-hmm. avoid it. Like a lot of curling can hurt uh, my right. My I, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, Damn. but outside of that, it was pretty good. Cool. Well. Um... I figured we'd uh, we'd address why did we go on a break. Um, I, I've addressed it multiple times. I'm pretty sure I put it on the podcast feed. Obviously, I've been communicating in Discord and on Patreon as well. Um, I don't know about you. Before we get to my situation, Pringle, I I think I felt it after the fact. After we went on break, I think we almost reached to a point of like slight burnout. Do you feel the mm-hmm. same way? No. Nah. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't feel too much of a burnout with a lot of things. I just I'm a repetitious kind of guy, so okay. like a lot of things is just over and over and over and over and over. I can say yeah, I mean yeah, in a way you could say we did, but then we kind of like eased back on how much we were doing them. Mm. So I think that may have helped. I would say that much, but and then I would also say it's not so much a burnout, but then there was like nothing going on, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah, was, that's true. So it's like. We're always going to talk about, yeah, uh, yeah One Piece, uh, anime. <laughs> so I will say that there was just nothing really going on. And, and it's, you know, FGC can be sometimes like that, where there's like a bunch of news and then you don't mm-hmm. get anything in between. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That could be the feeling that I was getting is that it was kind mm-hmm. of, I, I felt myself um, towards the, the later episodes that we were doing, I felt myself almost like I was falling out of love with fighting games for a bit. So. Mm-hmm. Even though the break wasn't something I anticipated doing, I do think it kind of rejuvenated me just to want to come back because I was gone for... Dude, I, I haven't played a fighting game, um, seriously sat down playing a fighting game in, in four months until last week. So... Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I can't blame you. There's like nothing outside of like a very small handful of games. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like, dude, like I've just played... Uh, I played Rivals. I've played so much more Rivals during this time but i didn't almost play anything else outside of that like and it and it was the only thing that it's the only thing for me that's been super fun melty's been fun but yeah we'll talk about we'll we'll talk trust me we'll we'll talk about um 
we've been too much of a, of a melty shill, so not talk about melty on this podcast. But yeah, we'll see yeah, how, right. how we feel about it now. Um, but yeah, obviously we've been we've been gone for four months. So I had a situation where uh, my dog Dirk, right, he passed away. That kind of affected me for a while. So um, I decided to take some time off. It was a good time off. You know, I ended up moving. I ended up. Um, doing some other things uh, like you, trying to take care of myself a little bit better, so I've been getting a little healthier. Intermittent fasting, my friend, that's godlike. Mm-hmm. It is um, effective, it is very effective. Dude. It's really good, although I'm trying, I'm starting to plateau. I think I'm about 215 pounds now. I, it's, it's time to hit the gym. I can't just cheat my way through intermittent fasting, so <laughs> it's, it's time time to hit the gym. But I went down from like 242, 243 to 215 in like a really short period of time, so. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets slower. I would mm-hmm. say it, you know, if you keep doing what you're doing, you'll get there, but it may just get slower. Like really, that's all yeah. it is. But if you, as long as you keep doing it, because like for me, sometimes I, I, in a way, I kind of do the fasting myself unintentionally. I would say, but I do think about it. But sometimes I, and for me, it's, I've been just kind of losing weight still, and it's still pretty easy for me, man. Yeah, but I figured. I mean, now that I've moved finally, and you know, we'll have somewhat of a schedule of you know when when we're doing this type of stuff, I can now set some time for the gym to be able to be like, all right, I'm not doing anything during this time. Let me go to the gym, right? So um, that's gonna start this month. I just gotta probably. Uh, I'll have to hit up your buddies. I know how much you love them, Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you're already established, it's not so bad. But that mm. contract in the beginning can be kind of grimy in terms of how much you got to spend. Yeah, um, we'll see what they have. They normally have the the deal. The one the one that I did before was like a dollar in and then ten dollars afterwards. So we'll see if they still mm. got that going on. That wouldn't be too mm. bad. And then it's month to month. So as long as they don't lock me in for six months yeah, exactly stay away from contracts dude stay away from contracts <laughs> yeah um but we were talking about this show so fgc hollywood is, is pretty much the same uh how we left it i i did make some some changes uh, i figured we'll talk about them now and you'll you'll see them obviously during the show um one of the changes is that uh it's still going to be weekly but what i want to do is i want to guarantee um, three shows a week. So in case something happens, like let's say it's a slow week and we just don't feel like we need to record, we'll skip that week. Um, or if you got something going on, you can't make it, we'll skip that week. Or if I got, you know, an appointment of some sort, then we'll skip that week. So as long as we can get about three shows in a month, um, that's kind of what I want to do with, with Hollywood, um, at least this podcast, because, you know, fighting games, sometimes there's a lot to talk about. Sometimes there's not a lot to talk about. So on the slow days where we don't have a lot of questions, we don't have um, any news to talk about or a topic, then I think that would be appropriate to just skip that week, wait for another, and then uh, do three shows in a month. I think that that's the new format that I would like to go with instead of every week and you know try to event hub this shit. Be like, let's talk about <laughs> three. But, you know. Yo, tier list though. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Yeah, right, yeah. Um. So that's that. That's the changes with this podcast, FCC Hollywood. Now I spoke about it in a separate video. Um, FCC Hollywood is going to do other things. I'm going to do another show called FCC Hollywood Plus. Um, the first episode, I'm actually working on it now. Uh, it's just going to be me. I'm going to talk about content in the FCC, so that should be fun. Um, how content has changed in fighting games uh, within the last ten years. And then um, the next episode, I guess I'll reveal it now. The next episode is actually going to be not so much about fighting games per se, but it's going to be about a game that fighting game players know all too well. Yourself, uh, you're pretty friendly with this game, Final Fantasy XIV. So, <laughs> it's time. Yeah. It's time. 
So I'm going to invite somebody to talk about Final Fantasy 14 and talk to somebody like me who, I mean, I don't really personally have any interest in Final Fantasy 14. Why is the FGC so crazy about this game? I really, I, I have questions. I have no idea on that one either, <laughs> man. I, was, I, I know it's just a massive multiplayer game. I was like, I want that tweet. But nah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. It's really weird. A lot of fighting game players love Final Fantasy XIV, so let's get to the bottom of that. So that's th those are going to be the first two episodes of FGC Hollywood Plus. Um, those are going to be bi-weekly, so every, uh, about two episodes a month. Um, and I'll try to get guests on those for the most part. And uh, Pringle, I'm sure you and I will do one of them, uh, talking about whatever we can. So um, that's pretty much for FGC Hollywood. So there are going to be changes with the podcast. There are going to be changes uh, with our Discord. I would like to do more stuff with our Discord. Maybe not in the next three months because my Wi-Fi is bunk. But uh, <laughs> moving forward, after I get my own place, I, I can wire again. Um, I do want to have Discord events. So like on the on the week off that we're not going to be recording, let's host something. Let's do a lobby night. Mm. Let's do a tournament. Let's do something. Yeah, right? That's what I was thinking of, man. A lobby night would be good, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's always good. Yeah. So it'd be cool to have, you know, maybe like, you know, a, a weekly lobby night that we could do um, just chilling, like not even per se, like scheduling. It'd be like, hey, we're playing this tonight um, or on next Friday or whatever. So and then maybe like a monthly tournament in Hollywood, just, you know, kind of messing around so um those are the changes that i want to bring to fgc hollywood so we i i do really do think we got like exciting things coming so uh listeners that like this podcast um come join our discord because we've got some cool people and we need some fresh blood pringle i think we've been we uh, we got some really cool people on our discord but you'll never hear me say this ever again but we we need some green names. We need some green names in there <laughs> to, to spice the things up. Green names pull up. They like they. It's like they go into a new building. They, yep. Hell no. And then they, like, they <laughs> yeah. That's it's amazing. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, they they show up. They're like, huh? No. And then they thought, and then they yeah. like, damn. So come stick around. Like, we got oh, we got a cool group of people. Yeah. Uh, we can't be that bad. Come on. I mean, but uh, we, <laughs> we got we got some characters for sure um now before we get started with stuff i need to figure out how do i move this screen there we go okay um but yeah so that's all for fgc hollywood catch up for the last four months uh so yeah so without further ado i guess we can get to some news round one fgc news okay the first item on this week's uh and there's a lot. There is a lot. This, this is going to be a lengthier podcast, but uh, this is going to be a what we what did we miss in the last four months? Okay, so we don't really have to go too much into it, but just maybe like a small little reaction to what we missed since it is four months. So we took four months off of talking regularly about fighting games. Right, every week we we're talking about fighting games. Um, so here's all the stuff that we missed, and this was pretty much as of October thirtieth. Uh, but uh, I did add some more stuff in there that I got in my email for the last week because um, we were supposed to record last week, but I was moving and uh, I got sick, so I, we couldn't do it. But um, mm. here we are. Uh, so EVO Online 2021, I heard that was a disaster. I heard there were stream issues. I heard the net code problems. <laughs> they didn't even show South America. Poor South America. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Damn, yeah. dude, that's horrible. Nah, they're, not, they're, they're like, eh, they're not that no, no respect. No respect. No respect, man. Um, and then the regional champions. I personally, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't like regional champions. Like it's Evo. You can't have multiple Evo champions of Guilty Gear. Like who? Who's the real champion here? So, 
Um, I don't really like that. I don't put much stock into online tournament status champion. Like, I, you know, congrats to Hotashi. I know he won the the, U, the North America one, but um, I don't know. I, it just seems like, you know how, like, in the NBA during COVID, the Lakers became champions, even though it was a reduced season, and it was like, you know. Oh, they, they didn't did. Have to, That's funny. Yeah. They didn't have to deal with the regular injuries of an of a NBA <laughs> season and the grind and all that. That's kind of how I feel about you know the the evo 2021 champions it's impressive yes but are you on the same level as the offline champs in the past i don't think so yeah i don't i i i just know that it was so poorly advertised that i didn't yeah. even know what was happening afterwards like we had toby in our discord that he was in it i didn't even really know about anything going on with that whole tournament dude like outside of i think i tried keeping up with the Skullgirls one but i barely even saw where it was being advertised so i was pretty confused but at the same time i ain't no front man i didn't even give a damn man i was right. they made me care so little about it that it's like it's but, and then like yeah and and i, I guess it was sony i think a big part of part of it part of the problem was that it was just sony that kind of situated that that really weak presentation of mm-hmm. of evil like it I, I don't even I don't even know what I was like a part of, I would also say that one bad thing about it was advertising in general like through the through the Evo tournaments there were so many ads man I I know this is turning more into a norm but I can't stand it man I'm like I will just wait for the vibes that's what I like I'll right. just wait for whoever the hell posted on YouTube yeah man because it's like thirty minutes of just ads ads twenty fifteen minutes of ads I'm like yo that just kills all my momentum to watch yeah. anything and the ads aren't even good like at least if you're watching an NBA game. You get a whole bunch of good ass ads for the Super Bowl, right? Mm. All these really cool ads catered to friggin' things, but then it's just the same four ads over and over. Buying new Bioware tech, buying new mouses, buying new heads. I'm like, I don't want to buy any of that crap. Where I, I think that was definitely what made it worse. I didn't know too much about the regional champions, but it makes sense because of all of the division between the the communities but it really does kind of kill a lot of the uh, interest for me personally with that stuff right. like i don't really pay too much attention because like i'll be honest man they had like they had Skullgirls in japan i wasn't paying attention to that man i i know the japanese scene is kind of good but then it's like eh, i don't know i don't really i don't even know the people i don't even know how to say their names let alone know the people outside of like a very very select handful of them and then you have to keep up with the European region, and then, like you said, they didn't even do the South American region. So, like, damn, dude, like, I don't even know what to say about that. I guess they ain't got no love for Africa either, because I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they need Africa. I don't even know. I just know that it sucked ass. Like, that whole yeah. evil was really, it was pretty poor in general. I don't, I, it, it almost felt like it didn't even happen, man. I, I, I don't even know what they lost at the end of the, at the, at the, end of the day. I, I almost feel like, Outside of like squirrels getting some exposure, did ponies? I don't think ponies did. Uh, did the TFH get anything? I I don't know if they did. I didn't hear about it. They ain't even have one of the greatest games alive right now. That's mm. this the problem. So yeah, such it, a shame. It was pretty weak. I I don't even, and I and I don't understand why they decided to run it. It almost felt like they should have just decided not to or something or do something very different from it, but they really just wanted to do that. And maybe it's because of how uh, Sony is uh, invested in Evo. Man, I'm not going to lie, though. That's kind of weird, man. I thought that when um, Mr. Wiz stuff happened, I thought the dude that was second to Wiz was going to take control of Evo 
and then kind of handle it from there. And then you would still kind of have the spirit. But then it's like, it looked like Sony just whopped this just money. Yeah, man. And then they like, they just changed. It's like changed, mm-hmm. dude. I don't even know. I mean, I, 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 really, I don't like much of evil anyways, but now it's. I mean, hey man, I'm, I'm Fortnite's gonna happen. Final Fantasy 14 oh, is gonna pull up. Oh, Evo it's in there. It's in there. Yeah. yeah, it's in there, man. <laughs> I was saying before we went on hiatus, I remember I w- we were watching the Evil warm up events for Guilty Gear Strive, and I remember, man, the production on this is so ass. Oh, if oh Evil is gonna be like this, I it's I'm pretty sure it's in one of the podcasts that I said that, and yeah, then yeah, when Evil, you know. I, the actual evil happened. I was like, "Well, I'm not surprised. It was a disaster because look what the warm up was. They didn't learn from yeah. their mistakes." That was like a, yeah. <laughs> that that was horrible, dude. The the uh, the it was like almost like if somebody uploaded like uh, like uh, one of those um, free programs, free trials of video editing software, and they left the mm-hmm. watermark at the corner and the the, the overlays just huge and it, yep. oh that was terrible it man. says yeah, fraps right in the bad. goddamn middle yeah, <laughs> <fraps>. <laughs> it's like a little hindu kid i'm going to show you how to make mm-hmm. it like dude what yeah it did yeah. not look very good man it was bad well thank god that's over um mm-hmm. the, the other thing is uh so street fighter 5 we talked a little bit about this before the height the the break uh street fighter 5 released oro akira and announced luke to finish up the fifth season of the game, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, uh, all character pack to release in December. So that's coming up next month. Uh, the game also reached its six million copies worldwide uh, sales mark. So Street Fighter V doing pretty good. Uh, now I believe it's a six-year-old game, or it's actually it's about to be a seven-year-old game here pretty soon. But man, um, what do you think about? I, I mean, Oro and Akira, I really like. What do you think about Luke? To finish out that series, uh, that character was kind of whack. Yeah, he looked boring, man. I didn't understand. Akira was like, ah, mm-hmm. and then Luke was like, I right, Luke, and I'm like, who are these characters? I didn't know what. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm amazed, man. They still running this, this. They are milking this cow, man. They are milking everything out of the it's... powder, the udders, everything out of this cow, dude. It's over. It, luckily, it's over. This is the fifth and final season. Um, but I will say I do like where Street Fighter Five ended compared to where it started. That was uh, they could they could have left that game to die two years in if they if they wanted to. If Sony was been like ah whatever, but um, they they turned it around. I mean netcode aside, I think that game has a lot to offer. Um, and then when a netcode works, it's actually it is pretty fun. Yeah, that's true. If you can get somebody to basically like when you're close to somebody, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm just amazed it's still kind of around, to be honest, at this point. I'm wondering yeah. what uh, what's the holdup with the new Street Fighter coming up, or maybe they just really want to try getting money out of this game. But Could be, yeah. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe they delayed it, right, because the whole yeah. um, Ono thing happened, so they were probably trying to, trying to get a direction for that game to back on track compared to what Ono wanted it to be. Yeah. Hey, but Oro got a turtle. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. He fights with his turtle. like, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. He's sick. Yeah, I like him. Um, next thing is uh, Tekken 7 is still somehow the number one online fighting game in the FGC, despite the netcode, which uh, I don't believe was fixed after the whole season four patch thingy, but whatever. 
Um, the balance is much better from what I've seen. It's a, it's to, it, to close out the game. I think the balance is pretty good. Um, however, it's uh, rising in consistent numbers across multiple platforms is just slightly weird for me to see. Um, since there's been no offline tour, no real promotion for the game, but when you see the consistent numbers that people play this game, it's like, damn, maybe everything else sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe they sprinkle some crack in it, but maybe that was the case. But yeah, it is really weird where Tekken 7 kind of is left because it's left in this spot where there's nothing for it. I don't like. I think the online. I barely even see much online tournaments for it when I'm kind of browsing through some of my fighting game stuff, because the netcode just isn't very good too. Um, Yeah, it's 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 got like four thousand players, five thousand players playing at any time. I'm like, how does that happen? You know what it is, man. Tekken has this weird ability to even get women to play the game, man. Mm. To be honest, I don't know what it is, but when I look through a lot of the. the Twitch stream archives and all that stuff, I see actual women playing that game. And yeah. Multiple women. And they're not even, some of them are really good, some of them are all right, you know, and they come in all levels. So it's like that. they have like an actual, they have the other side of the of the gender in their their uh, yeah. their side. So I really don't know what makes Tekken so magical that it makes so much people play the game, but oh, I, yeah. I and I know, uh, you know, it's it's very interesting how, you know, I don't even think they've had anything new outside of, like, what was the chick called? Lydia, I think? Like, they just had Yeah, that, that was a chick. while back. That was a yeah, way Yeah, that was longer. a long-ass time ago. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what is the plan with it. How old is it? It's old, too, plus the arcade time. So Oh, yeah. Really if, old, if you add the arcade time, that game is, like, Street Fighter, even before Street Fighter Five. that would mm-hmm. be... Um, 2014 so that would be close to eight years it would be arcade yeah, time that's but a, that's an old ass game man it's like it's like almost as old as scorpios man <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely long in the tooth but hey good for it i mean it's i can't i still can't believe that it has so much momentum in almost 2022 but uh must be something maybe they're watching harada's bar and they're like oh yeah that. i know right man yeah dude like <laughs> man i swear that game would be so much better if just that net code had its 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 stuff sorted out but mm-hmm. yeah man despite that people are like i'm gonna play through this muddy yeah. ass water i don't care i love tekken so just play law watch out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be king of the iron fist yeah uh, but yeah, good for Tekken. Now, here's a new game that uh, I... It doesn't really look good for my prediction, but um, I called this game. I thought this game was going to be the best game in 2021. Well, luckily, it's not even coming out in 2021. But um, King of Fighters, four, uh, or rather, 15. I put 14 on the notes, but don't regard it. <laughs> uh, King of Fighters 15. Uh, so here's what we know. So the platforms... Um, are the two PlayStation consoles, so the the digital one and then the regular one, the Xbox Xbox Series X and S, Windows 10, Steam, Epic Game Store. So it's basically coming out to everything that's not named Switch. So sorry, Nintendo. Mm. Um, oh, I know Xbox One, I guess, but it's coming to the Series console, so that's fine. Mm. Um, and I do think it's coming to PlayStation 4. So the two the two PlayStation 5 SKUs. And then the PlayStation 4. So that's uh, it's going to be on all PlayStation. Um, 39 total characters. 
they explained all the mechanics, which is something I really wanted before we went on hiatus. Like they got the shatter strike and uh, max mode. Everything that you need is on either on their Twitter or on SNK's website. So you can check that out. Um, I'll probably go more in depth to those once the game is actually released because there's no point in going about it now since we still got a few months to go. Um, there is a beta test, so that's coming November 19th. Uh, that's pretty good. So that's going to be only on PlayStation consoles, unfortunately. So us PC plebs won't be able to play that. But uh, November 19th, that's actually my brother's birthday. So shout outs to my brother. He's going to get to play a beta that he never will. <laughs> <laughs> um, rollback netcode. So you'll be able to test that in the beta as well. So good for you, PlayStation players. And then you'll have access to online, uh, various online modes. So they got all sorts of cool stuff. Um, the release date is February 17th, 2022. That's for standard uh, copy. But if you have a, a deluxe edition pre-ordered for the ninth generation consoles, uh, you get that three days early. So basically how Guilty Gear Strive did it. So if you got it early, three days early, if you're just gonna wait on release day, you get it on the same day. Um, but yeah, so it's either February 17th for everybody or for the special people who uh, give more money to SNK, it's February 14th, 2022. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where my excitement level for our King of Fires 15 is right now. It's kind of dormant with the delay and the hiatus and everything, but I think once it gets closer, it'll ramp up a little bit more. I I didn't even know about that open beta. I'll probably try that because then it's it'll probably like free or so. I mean, I'll hop mm -hmm. on that, man. I'm always down with the free cause, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that'll be pretty cool with... Uh... I can finally finally get my hands on it. I don't not, that'll, make me, that'll make me feel the game because right mm -hmm. now... I really care much for it, man. I saw one, a couple of trailers. If it, if it wasn't for pants at this point, I, I. Ew. What do you <laughs> think about the bro. the Dolores craze? Are you are you on board with Dolores craze? She look cool. I think that's like SNK's Minot. That's what I was. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> they got their brown chick over there finally. It's like this mm -hmm. is not Minot. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like I, I so like the problem is I guess I haven't really found any character that's like oh yeah I'm gonna use that character in this character. No Hinako, so no Hinako, man. No Hinako, man. Yeah, man. So I'm kind of upset about that. Just like Melty Blood, like no Satsuki. So, damn. So I don't have too much of a character I want to use, but it, it's. I, I guess when I play it, I'll, I'll definitely be like, "Oh, this is pretty fun." So like, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty cool. So I think it could be. Yeah, I think I think it'd be pretty fun. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I don't have a PlayStation anymore since uh, I'm not uh, a roommate with Moose anymore. That was his PlayStation. Oh yeah, no more PlayStation <laughs> for your boy. <laughs> Damn, RP dude. I really don't like that they keep only making the open betas for just one console because, mm -hmm. as we've seen, it's good to do it everywhere because then you can really stress test it much better, and then you don't have those problems later down the line, especially with PC because PC is just a, just a very diverse set of parts and stuff like that that yeah. always comes into play because I, I you know that it's all it's gonna happen man that thing's gonna have problems on release probably man it's just gonna happen oh it will it definitely will. yeah they all do no mm -hmm. game now comes complete out of the box that's yeah, always nah, mm -hmm. which is a shame yeah it is <laughs> um this one, I don't know if you know about this one. This is kind of cool. So there's a new Killer Instinct title that is rumored to be in development at Microsoft. Uh, that report came by way of the Xbox Era podcast who claim to have insider information on the project's existence. A developer for the project is still not confirmed. However, it seems it won't be Iron Galaxy who took over the development of the 2013 Killer Instinct from Double Helix Games after Season 1 
but it is in development. Uh, we just don't know the studio. It is surprising that Iron Galaxy isn't uh, in charge of that, but I think Iron Galaxy also does ports for other games, so maybe they're just busy to work mm. on Killer Instinct. But uh, apparently, according to this Xbox Era podcast, they're saying that this game is in development, which would be really cool to get another Killer Instinct. I actually played Killer Instinct today, so that was fun. Oh, cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty sick, man, to get a whole nother Killer Instinct. I just hope that they, like, release it on PC and, like... Oh, they will. They will. Yeah, because I hope they they don't do, like, the whole weird thing where they, like, we'll release it on Xbox first. Mm-hmm. Microsoft has been really good about that uh, lately, yeah. I would say. They, they put their games right away on PC and Steam. Uh, at least if not on Steam, they'll put it on the Windows Store, so you'll, yeah. you'll have access for it. I hope it's not on the Windows Store, man. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't like it at all, man. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, this one I don't have too much to comment on. I don't know, maybe you do, since you you have more experience with platform fighters than I do. But uh, Nickelodeon All-Star, All, All-Star Brawl. Uh, that released while we were gone. Uh, no official sales numbers as of yet. I've tried to look up some sales numbers. I couldn't find anything. The Steam launch uh, competed pretty well during the first uh, week with other top charting game. So it, it had to have sold pretty good that first week. But I don't have any data to really um, say one one way or the other. Uh, did you get it? Did you play it? Are you interested at all? Hell no, nah, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> your face like, right there was like, hell no. Nah. Hell no, nah, man. I mean, I was interested in it. The idea of it sounds so much better than the actual execution. Like, hmm. there's a couple of things I just don't like about it. It looks so, like, budget, but, like, in a bad budget way. Like, it doesn't hide its budgetness. The lack of voice acting, it's weird, man. You know what it is to play SpongeBob and not hear him say anything? That is weird. It's, that's weird. It's very jarring. Um, the uh, I mean, I've seen the gameplay. It looks fine, but... I mean, compared to Rivals, to me, Rivals is still so much better gameplay-wise because it's more um, it's more established in its uh, time. But I, I see like a lot of the the Nickelodeon game, and I'm like, it looks really like cheap, man. Like, but in a bad cheap way. Like when they hit the opponents, the the sparks come out really weird, and the the character models look just kind of crappy the music isn't so good it's a full 50 dollar game with no voice like you need to hear patrick say firmly grasp it you gotta hear him say that <laughs> little, little. Are like, yeah little little you, t- you got people saying oh download the, the mine i'm not gonna do that man that's it's not a purchase that <laughs> it's not that's a, it's a 50 dollar game man let's be real and you're basically it's almost like that game is just functions, man, with skins, right. with Nickelodeon skins. And it wants to sell based off that Nickelodeon IP. And it just doesn't look that good. It looks too cheap. But, like, I'm not a person that cares so much about what it looks like, but more what it plays like. And even then, I've seen what it plays like. And I don't even like that that much from what I've seen. I like yeah. Rivals still a lot more because it's, it's cleaner and more well-made and put together. But I can see why... Some people like because like I think Nickelodeon probably sold really well, man. There was all those Smash players played that crap, like all the top mm. ones, so they all bought it. Everybody was playing it. It's got, I heard it has good net code, so that helps for it. At the moment, uh, Rivals didn't like a little bit before. Now it has the rollback, and it's 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 gotten a lot better, man. It, it is it's pretty good. But I know you were waiting for that forever, but yeah, man, the, the, yo, I'm smoking, folks. Now that I got nice. actual ass good connection now, but um. Yeah, because that's one thing I would say to the problem of Rivals. It had 
it was delay based, but it's still not that good. For, no excuses I mean, not to play now, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, but now it's really good, and I recommend people to try it. But it is taxing, like uh, with the mechanics and stuff like that. We'll say that much. But I don't. I'm not just too much of a fan of Nickelodeon. It just doesn't look. It just doesn't look interesting. Like I'll be honest, the fact that none of these dudes are saying nothing. You got you got SpongeBob him, people karate chopping, no haya kaya, nothing. Man. Like it's just, it's just weird, man. I'm not gonna spend soul. fifty dollars. Yeah, it ain't. That's what it, it feels soulless when I watch it. It feels so soulless. Like like this cheap. This game's made with shoestring budget, and they got more soul than that, man. And I will say that. Even like they even did like a it's I think it sold so well that they did like a first week sale. I don't know if you saw that, hmm. and it was so like half the price of the game, man. Damn, come on, and man! Like, how how Pony's gonna hire Tara Strong to do voice acting, but Nickelodeon yeah, can't? That's what I'm saying. Like, look at that's what shoestring budget. Tim's fighting hers. Shoestring budget, but so much soul in those those one of those characters makes up like fifty of those Nickelodeon characters, man. Damn, they got so much character, man, but. I mean, I, I can see why people will enjoy it. They probably find their characters enjoyable and stuff. But yeah, it's if I, if I they ain't even got Arnold or, or the roster. Damn, no football head. No football head. They got Helga though. What's up with that? But no football head. Hmm. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I mean, I guess it's good for the Nickelodeon people, but uh, I never really had interest in that game to begin with. So I, you know, it is what it is. Um, this is a big one, but we'll we'll come back to this one when we talk about um, a news item later. But uh, just Melty Blood. So Melty Blood obviously released. We talked about it a lot before we went on hiatus. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any official sales numbers, kind of like Nickelodeon, but it did sell uh, 50,000 copies in Japan during the first week. But I don't have any North American numbers. So I don't know what that really means. I do know that the Steam concurrent player base on that first day was at 13,000 people. So at least 13,000 people on Steam have the game. Probably more, right? But, like, um, that's that's where it was. But uh, we'll talk more about that once we get to the actual Melty Blood stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Guilty Gear Strive DLC. So we missed pretty much all of Season 1 when we went on hiatus. Uh, <laughs> they added uh, additional characters, so predominantly Jacko and Gold Lewis Dickinson. Uh, they reduced load times, which is good. Um, I actually saw that they did reduce load times. I played Strive yesterday with uh, iron bagel shout out to bagel um i'll be honest pringle i had a lot of fun i had fun i don't know if i credit that for the strive or just because i i like playing fighting games and i haven't played them in so long yeah. but uh i had a blast i mean played eno i got my ass kicked uh it was it was good times the gameplay polish um they did some character balance so i'm i'm actually excited to go back into strive try to you know see if that game is um, give it a second shot now that they kind of polished it a little bit more. So, um, Guilty Gear Strive still doing very, very well. I mean, I don't, the numbers on that one are really consistent as well. Like 1,500 people always playing that game. It's good. It's that's good, man. I mean, for that game, it's pretty good, dude. Um, I think Guilty Gear Strive is, pr- is a pretty good spot right now. So, like, at any yeah. point, it'll probably get more and more updates to make it much better just because it, it sold so well and now it can kind of just function really well without mm-hmm. having to worry about the. Uh, financial burden of you know trying to keep up with a game nobody bought so right. like, that's pretty cool for guilty gear strata we'll say that much i have seen the reduced load times which is really good too like <laughs> it's not like get ready for the next battle oh, so no. they fixed that which is really good and i've seen some of the stuff that they've done with the balance so that's good dude they added more routes more combo routes and stuff mm-hmm. like that 
Yeah, some characters feel different. I, I felt it right away with Eno when I was just flying in the air. I was like, oh, she's faster. Um, she's not like faster like previous Enos, but for Strive, she's she's a much faster character than what I remember her being. And um, So, yeah, I enjoyed what I played. I didn't play much. We only played about 10, 10 11 games. Um, then I went to bed. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to kind of figure that out, um, mm-hmm. see what, what other changes are going on with that game. But um, so far, so good with Guilty Gear Strive. Um Next on the docket here is uh, Skullgirls. Uh, second DLC character, Umbrella, was announced, and uh, there's alpha testing right now for her. Um, actually, that's going to be released, um, or rather, it was released earlier last month, so I don't know if it's still going on, but uh, Umbrella, I did see that she was playable. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to play any Skullgirls lately. Uh, no, I still do not play that game. <laughs> man, you're retired. You're a hell of retired. Man, man, I am done, man. I don't know if I'll go back to that game, man. I've had the thoughts of doing it because, like, every other game just kind of sucks for me. So, but then it's like, it's like a more like a, a feeling of just going back to something that you just know, oh, reliable, but mm-hmm. you're not going there because you really want to, but more so because everything else just kind of sucks. So, no, I have not played it. Uh, I have seen Umbrella, but... She just, just doesn't look that interesting. I don't know what some of these DLC characters, but they they just not looking that interesting. I, not I saw for what you, she huh? does. Nah, yeah. I see what she does, and she like puts them in the bubble, and then like she could do like some stuff around it, and uh, the umbrella can, the umbrella's tongue can like umbra. I think it's called the umbrella. Mm-hmm. He can like go really far from like full screen. Can do like a command. None of that stuff really is interesting, man. I think the most interesting thing they've done in that game. Was like what they made with like with Robo Fortune, but outside of that, I, I'm just I, I watch it though. I've I've been watching it lately. They've been like like people are get, getting a lot better. They're not losing all the Sonic Fox now, so that's pretty right. Cool. Like, that's good. Are, yeah, people are actually beating him now, and it's kind of not like all the time. Like the dude, you know, triviality. That dude's freaking fire, man. I remember when I used to just fight. I think I just fought him on quick match, and I I probably smoked the dude back in the day. But that dude got so much right. better, and now he's like destroying people left and right man he's like he's freeing some people man some souls nice. are getting taken with him man but yeah outside of that i've not paid much attention to it maybe maybe when it's completely done and the characters gonna cost like 15 bucks or whatever the hell it costs but yeah. i've been paying too much attention to it but i have been watching it competitively it's always a blast to watch it competitively mm-hmm. i just don't want to play it that's cool. Well, that's cool. You're still kind of in the scene, even though you're not playing. That's kind of how I treat Tekken sometimes too. Is I'll I'll watch yeah, if it's a big match, Tekken, but I, I don't really. Play I have it not seen time. much of Tekken. That's my only Me neither, issue. No. Like, I I really appreciate and enjoy offline tournaments with Tekken though, because like the connection is so such that sometimes it really gets me out of the feeling of it. But I really want. I have not seen any offline tournaments for Tekken. Meanwhile, I've seen like all these other fighting games pull up some online uh, offline stuff. So I don't know what's going on with Tekken. Yeah, maybe they're just biding their time for Tekken 8. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, next is, uh, I mean, speaking of Nickelodeon platform fighters, here's another one, right? So this is a leak. Of, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's there's pretty good uh, amount of information out there that would determine that would point to this being uh, real. So leaker uh, claims that Warner Brothers is working on a platform fighter called Multiverses. The developer of the project was initially rumored to be NetherRealm Studios, which makes uh, Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Um, however, it's uh, since been uh, revealed that while the project is in fact real, um, it is not going to be spearheaded by NRS. So they are not the developer. So um, everybody thought that they would make sense, but I guess not. So we'll see when they name the developer for this thing. 
Now, the cool part about this game is, from what I understand, is that uh, so it's going to have a, like a bunch of WB characters that are under that whole umbrella of like what WB owns, um, mm. which includes like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, which was is hilarious. But that would mean like you'll have Shaggy from Scooby Doo, Batman, Mad Max, uh, Fred Flintstone, among a bunch of other characters, all in an arena, not, not an arena, but a platform fighter. Um, and it's uh, it's believed that the project will be announced at the Game Awards, which happens December 9th, uh, 2022, or rather 2021. So um, so at the end of this year, I heard the the way this game came about is, remember when they did the Ultra Instinct Shaggy memes on Twitter? <laughs> I love them, dude. Yeah. I love them. Well, they would, they, would, they would put Shaggy in all these different scenarios with, you know, he's going Ultra mm-hmm. Instinct and... Um, they were saying that Ed Boon saw that and he was like, I, I can't put him in Mortal Kombat, but he would be, that would be a fun idea. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's how it became as a joke and it became like a real project. And that's how this game came about. I was like, yo, somebody's going to cast these shaggy hands. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we get ultra instinct. That would be hilarious, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. So we'll see more about that game. Uh, Multiverses. Remember that name? I guess that's uh, it's the real deal. Um, here's something that I'm more interested in. You know me, I'm not a big platform fighter guy, but uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. this could be up my alley, even though I'm sure they'll, they'll disappoint me. Uh, publisher Spike Chunsoft has revealed that the Danganronpa franchise has sold over 5 million units across all of its releases. The developer is looking to celebrate this milestone by, quote-unquote, expanding the Danganronpa franchise with games in various genres and more. So, not exactly saying much, but... If we get a dang and rompa fighter, man, I'm playing <laughs> that shit. Cool, man. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, man, that'd be really cool, dude. I'm gonna main Sakura. You know the Sakura? She's the big ass girl. Big ass <laughs> yeah. chick, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be the graphic. Smoking these bulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm for sure maining Sakura. Um. Yeah, so that that could be cool. We'll see what Spike Chunsoft does. I I would assume they'll probably do like a mobile game because it's easier to make money off of that, but. If they do want to make like, a fighting uh, game, they'll do maybe that or maybe some sort of like beat 'em up or adventure type of thing. I feel like that's kind of like the the thing they usually go for. But that is a pretty cool find. I mean, that'd be really cool if they decide to make. Because like Melty just went the interesting route. Like they were like, "Yo, let's make a fighting game," and everybody's yeah. like, "Yeah, that sounds like a cool idea." That's probably what it was. But it would be cool to see more IPs do something like that with uh, more interesting. You know, well, fighting games in general would be really cool. And last but not least, uh, this came, this broke this week, but um, I was going to leave it off initially, but I was like, you know what, whatever, let's talk about it, because then people would be like, you didn't talk about Pokimane. So uh, let's talk about this. So popular Twitch streamer Pokimane has been revealed as the co-owner and part manager of EVO, the largest fighting game tournament in the world. Uh, as it was announced months ago that the tournament series will be purchased by Sony and RTS. At the time, we didn't know what RTS was, but now we do. So it's a talent agency run by Pokimane herself. Um, A statement made by the RTS website regarding EVO reads as such, uh, Evolution Championship Series is the world's most storied fighting game championship. Jointly operated by Sony and RTS, the premier event brings together all elements of the FGC in an annual celebration of the community and competition. So that's a very PR speak of, of what, mm. the, what the tournament is. Uh, RTS on their website, they have, uh, our goal is to unite talent management, provide brand 
consultation, and gaming expertise under Pokimane's guidance. Together, together, these can help creators, brands, events, and the game publishers. Pokimane has also hinted that she plans on bringing back Super Smash Bros. Melee to Evo after many requests filed on Twitter from the Smash community. There's two things that we can break down from this whole thing. Um, one, people saying, you know, Pokimane is now FGC. That's that's funny because she technically is. Um, and then the whole Smash Bros. Melee thing. I'll say this about the Pokimane being tied to Evo. I think, personally, I think it's a good thing. I mean, Evo is whatever, right? Because, in my opinion, yeah, since about... I don't care about that, man. Since about Evo 2015, I think... Uh, that tournament has become more of a convention rather than a hardcore fighting game tournament. It's become more of like, hey, let's bump, let's let's bump elbows with these people and you know, kind of make connections. And yeah. there is a fighting game tournament that happens, but um, it's more as an event. Like, hey, Bandai Namco, they're going to show what character is coming up, or they're going to announce something. But uh, it's it's very much a convention, like a, a large event. I don't really consider it as much of a hardcore fighting game tournament. So I don't mind it going this route because it was all, all, I mean, it was kind of mainstream in the beginning. Um, for the last, like, six, seven years now, it's been mainstream. So whatever. Yeah, it really has been. So now with Sony and Pokimane, I mean, it's just in the same direction that it's been going. So whatever. Um, but it's good. I think it's good. I mean, more eyes on the FGC is always good. So Pokimane obviously brings that with her. The Super Smash Brothers Melee thing. So it came, you know, a bunch of people are tweeting at Pokimane be like, hey, we want Melee back. We want Melee back. And she said, okay, I'll work on it or something like that. This is my reaction to that is like, listen, she can want to do whatever she wants with trying to bring Melee back, but I don't see how that's possible. I don't see Nintendo ever playing ball with another publisher, especially not Sony. If Sony owns that tournament, you think Nintendo's going to put Melee in there? Yeah, man. Uh, yo, now that I think about it, did Smash have a 2021 online Evo event? I don't think it did, did it? Uh, Ultimate, at least? I don't think it did. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Let me let me search this up right quick, because I don't think it did, man. No no rollback. How are they going to play? They still play with that doo-doo-ass Neko. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, they still play with that doo-doo-ass Neko. Dude. Hmm. Yeah, they didn't have an event for 2021. Like, I, don't I don't think they had a for 2021. 20, Let me see. They did do one for 2020. But, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they did a 2021 event, man. So they didn't have one for... Um, I think after oh, the purchase, after the Sony purchase, I don't think... I'm pretty sure maybe we yeah. talked about it on the podcast. I, I don't remember mm-hmm. anymore, but I think all the Nintendo games, Nintendo was just like, no, we're not going to be a part of this tournament because it's owned by Sony. By the way, in order to register for Evo, you have to use a Microsoft-owned website and Smash.gg. So it's like yeah, man. Nintendo doesn't want to work with anybody. Mm-mm. I don't. I think they. I think even Sony said if they want to work with us, we 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 could. But it doesn't seem like because I'm looking at it now. And I, it's Google, and I don't think there is a 2021 uh, Smash tournament. Now that I think about no. it, so I don't think a melee is gonna happen. I doubt that would happen, man. They ain't gonna let that happen. Not even the power of Pokemon can bring Smash to Evo anymore, I don't think. Bro, they haven't even like done an HD remaster of Melee or anything. They 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 don't want that game to exist, man. No. They don't not like that game. I don't know what it is, but they don't want that game to exist, man. Yeah. Oh well. Sorry, Melee people, but uh maybe she'll try. Maybe she can mm, she can yeah. work something out, but it'll be like a side Evo just for Melee and Ultimate. 
corner of that dude but that would be so much people like let's be honest like a side evil of melee players there's no such thing man them boys gonna need like a whole nother venue <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah a lot of deodorant too um <laughs> all right uh so that was all everything that we missed uh but here's the big news i actually left this from the july episode where we're supposed to record right before we went on hiatus because pringle nobody has talked about this in four months nobody's talked about this at all <laughs> leave it to fgc hollywood to talk about this stuff very great everybody's talking about tier list panda global doing their whatever reaction faces here tier we are list, talking about dude. some real shit um okay so big plans and little atlas at least i believe so on july 13th 2021 Atlas revealed that they're going to be celebrating uh, and they have plans for the Persona 25th anniversary year uh, in a post made on the official anniversary website Atlas has quoted this in 2021 the Persona series exceeded the cumulative worldwide sales of 15 million units we would like to express our sincere gratitude to all of those who have watched over and supported us for a long time and in September the Persona series will finally celebrate its 25th anniversary with gratitude to you all, we are preparing a lot of fun for the 25th anniversary uh, from September 2021 to autumn 2022. So they said that we will we will announce various anniversaries such as 25th commemorative goods, various events, collaboration, and of course, game information. Please look forward to it. So that was supposed to be happening or starting in September of this year, which it did. So. The website right now is accompanied by a link to the Persona Goods Shop where fans can buy things like the school emblems from the Persona games, mugs, keychains, all that, all that stuff. Um, but there's a timeline at the bottom of the website which shows seven projects spanning about a year. Now, here's the, the first project which already kicked off in September. So this was what was going on in September. Um, Atlas, they announced a 40% off sale for Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal, and a bunch of other Persona games. Um, that lasted uh, about two weeks from September 16th to October 4th. So that was their first little thing. Um, streaming services like Amazon Prime and Hulu, they receive access to all of the uh, Persona animes and the movies, which I don't know if you've seen the Persona 3 movies. They're actually pretty good. I, I like them. I, I want to watch those, but I've, I've had this thought where it's like I have to beat the games before I watch them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I haven't beaten Persona 3. When, I don't know whenever the hell I'll beat that game. Uh, the movies are pretty good. They're not one for one for the game. I felt that the characters were a little altered in the movie compared to how they are in the game, but they have to for con- for time constraints, right? I think it perso- the Persona 4 anime was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The, the Narakami is like pretty, pretty, he's pretty refined in that one. Like they yeah. made him better. <laughs> yeah, Narakami the God. Yeah, I, uh, he's he's great. He's also really good in the Persona 4 Golden animation too. So that's. Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, so that was uh, all in September, what they announced. In October, um, they announced like a Roll Ice Cream Factory collaboration. So that's like a Japanese-only chain, I believe. Um, Japan likes that stuff. And then Persona versus Board and Card Game to release in December. I actually checked that out. That card, that, that board game actually looks tight. I kind of want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then they release details for Persona 5, the stage three. So that is, um, they do like the musical, you know, for uh, the Persona uh, stuff. Um, that's really cool. I'd like to be in one of those. The music mm-hmm. banging because they'll have like the music and then they have like a big ass TV of the game. Yep. Cool. 
So uh, they're they're doing that. Uh, so they're taking information on that. So those those so far that's like the first project that, that they're still releasing information on all these little things that they got going on. Um, the next and uh, second of total projects of total of seven projects rather planned by Atlas is dated for December of 2021. So um, next month. So I guess this is the beginning of November. So we still got some time. Um, the box that is shown with a black and gold colors, uh, ones which obviously are synonymous with Persona 4, um, the other five projects have no coloring shown or dates disclosed. Um, however, the final project is slated for autumn of 2022. So there's a rumor that uh, it didn't really spread much and nobody's been talking about it, so I don't know why, but uh, and it, it made a report by Zippo who is somewhat known as a, an industry insider. Um, and he's been known for, for leaking information out that ended up being true. So this is why it might have some substance. Um, he said that um, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is actually going to be getting a remaster by Atlas. Um, and that is coming. The release is supposed to be coming sometime in 2022, which would make sense and coincide with these projects that they got going on in December. Maybe they're planning on announcing it in December and it'll be out next year. Um, hopefully they put it on the platforms that we actually want to play them on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right. we might the, the dream might be alive. And I'll be honest, I looked all over online to see if anybody has been talking about this. Nobody talked about Persona 4 Arena Ultimax uh, or Remaster. I mean, amazing. Um, I put here some facts here why I think this would make sense. OK, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is still planning continued uh, support. As we saw at the end of the six trailer, that was a while back, but they're playing more characters for the game. They got Vera uh, going on in December. So, you know, Grand Blue's still doing its thing. That's obviously being developed by Arxis. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive still doing its thing. It's just, you know, finishing season one. I'm sure there's going to be a season two. Plenty of support for that game still ongoing. So they're busy with that. Dragon Ball Fighters just released a new balance update uh, in August. And uh, they also have uh, official online tournament continuation. So they're still doing thing, their, their thing online. Damn, dude. Amazing. And lastly, uh, DNFD is currently still in development. There has been nothing said about that game that it's been canceled or postponed or in development hell or whatever. Um, they've been very quiet since the teaser announcement, which is um, as of right now, it's a full year. It really uh, the the trailer was in November of last year. The teaser, rather, they haven't said a word. So, for all we know, it's still in development. That's what we're assuming. But who knows? If you know it's on the back burner for Arxis to be doing something with Dungeon Fighter Online, that's why I think you take all those projects in consideration. Doing a remaster of an older title probably a lot easier than doing Persona 5 Arena, which would be ground up. We got to make all these characters. I think Persona 4 Arena Ultimax in 2022 makes a lot of sense if they want to do something. I mean, it should be pretty easy to make, I find, and you just got to give it hopefully good netcode port it correctly and i mean you already have a game so you don't have to build anything you just have to kind of polish it and uh yeah this makes a lot of sense so i think it's i think it's real i think the dream is alive pringle <laughs> the dream is alive i mean i think they would do that if they did port it too it probably would go to like pc first man i have this thought because they did that with golden golden mm -hmm. came to a surprise and they just threw it on pc and pc probably is the easiest way to kind of just port that thing as opposed to putting it on a new console and having to go through uh, Sony and all that stuff. Maybe just put it on Steam. Just, ah, everybody can put anything on yep. Steam. It just pulls out of nowhere. 
It but, makes sense. Why not? Yeah, man. It, it would be godlike if they did that, man, and give it like some roll back neck hold, man. Oh, oh man. please. I'm about to play that for the next 10 years. <laughs> Hell yeah. That'd be great, man. I can't wait. That'd be, that'd yeah, be godlike. Um, okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out on that for December. I'm hoping they're not debating us, and I'm hopefully, hopefully it is coming, but um, I would welcome that with open arms. You know me. The next, the next uh, news item is, uh, again, kind of like catch-up. We were talking about Melty Blood earlier. So this is uh, Melty Blood Lumina, or rather Type Lumina, a month late. I I'm personally a month late to it. You played it on launch. But um, mm -hmm. uh, so while, you know, we were away, it, it took a little while to get to Melty Blood Type Lumina. I played it. I don't have a lot of time played in it. So I kind of wanted to give you my idea of what I think about the game now. Here's, here's where I'm at. The time played, I would say about two hours. I got two hours in the game. Not a lot. I've been playing it really the last uh, three days after work a little bit, and then I played a, a, a lot yesterday. Um, I went online a little bit just to test the netcode with my bunk-ass Wi-Fi. It actually held up. It <laughs> held up, ironically. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Um, I like the soundtrack a lot. The soundtrack is pretty good for Melty Blood. Um, from what I've heard, it's pretty good. I haven't heard all the tracks because I just haven't had time, but from what I've heard, I really liked um visually like the game a lot it reminds me of, of uh undernight it's just melty it's like undernight melty the uh, characters are a little closer to the screen um but yeah i like it visually it looks looks pretty sick um no real experience with the netco like i said i just messed around mostly offline and then yesterday or rather the day before yesterday i think i went off uh went online messed around you know bodied some fools even though i can't play that game i did body, <laughs> i bodied some akiha player mostly because i remember when you were talking about um when she puts out the the looper you called them onion yeah. rings or whatever the spiral um, the, the, the onion rings dipped in ketchup <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah all i was doing is i was jumping into that thing and shielding and getting on the other side oh, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude she has so much in lag too so if they do it in the air and you run underneath them you can just mm -hmm. whack their ass dude the dude was trying to zone me the whole time. I was like, no, 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 buddy. Get grabbed. Coma. Um, so I, I was having, dude, I was having such a blast. I was having so much fun playing that game. I don't even know how to play that game yet, but, like, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say a couple of the gripes I had with it is um, the auto combo, in my opinion, seems a little restrictive. Like, you uh, really have to you really have to not do the auto combo. Like, it's not like Persona where, like, you can stop it at any point. This one... If you go one too many, if you've like you're done. Like you're forced to do mm -hmm. what it wants you to do, which I didn't like. Um, but take that with a grain of salt. I still don't have all the experiments to be able to like move around with the the combo system. So we'll see. I don't have any thoughts about the the shield so much that everybody talks about, or the run up throw. Um, I need more time with it. I know people complain a lot about the shield. Um, I haven't had mm -hmm. problems with it to be honest. But I also only have two hours played, so you know we'll we'll see what where I feel when I have twenty hours in the game. Um, I think the roster is pretty strong for a launch lineup. I I like what they have. I, I'm only playing Koma at the moment, but I'm sure I'll move to Red Arc um, just to mess around with her and probably other characters as well. But it seems pretty be pretty strong. Um, and yeah, for the most part, I'll report more next week once I have more time with it. But man, I, I really enjoyed what I played and. Uh, it's kind of what I envisioned, the, especially when I'm playing on Wi-Fi. The online held up for me. I was like, damn, this is pretty sick. So what, how do you feel about the game? You have way more time played with it and, and more experience. Ooh. So you I can, you can go ahead. I only got seven hours. Oh, shit. 
Yo, I only got seven hours on that game. Feels like a lot, though. I'll be honest with you, man. I played the game for about seven hours here. So, yeah. Um, man, I'm not going to lie, man. A part of me is kind of unsatisfied. I know. I saw your <laughs> name. Goals, I saw but, your name. But, like, yeah, I was type unsatisfied. I was like, mm. man, I'm unsatisfied. But, like, so in the seven hours that I played it, I feel like I played – I feel, like, I feel like I barely scratched the surface, to be honest. That game has a lot to offer, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I won't say I'm like, oh, yeah, I got none. Nah, nah. It's not like when I played Guilty Gear Strive, I was like, oh, this is it. I was like, no, there's a lot more going on in this game. There's so much, like, uh, OSs and defensive options and what do you do here? What's this? One thing I hate is that, like, right quick, now that I mentioned that, is that the lack of, like, frame data in the training room is it's kind of hard because, like, in that game, like, it's so aggressive. So, like... Yeah. You got to know something or you just mass shield. Um, mm. So I guess I kind of go through what you did, what you went with yours. Mm. So I played it for about seven hours. And I, I mean, it's really fun. I'm not, it's still pretty fun. Like, I just haven't felt the urge to just boot it up sometimes because I'd rather just play Rivals because right. Rivals is just so well established and like, Nothing is, I, I don't want to be like, oh man, I, I feel the boomer in me where it's like nothing is new in that game. So it's up to me as the player to figure out the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to where Melty Blood, everything is new. So the devs don't know what the hell works and what is bad and what is good. But in Rivals, it's already like, that's why it makes me feel like playing Skullgirls because I'm like, Skullgirls, everything is set in a way that now they figured it out. But Melty still has to. That's why I made. I think I made the joke. I was like, now nah, I gotta wait for Melty Blood type Lumina at Cadenza type three mm-hmm. something something, so that they have it all sorted out. Because the original Melty had that same issue where they weren't. It, it took some like it took it just same same thing with Emil, man. It took a lot of them to a lot of polish, yeah. Situated, yeah, man. A lot of polish. So that's what it feels like. So yeah, the soundtrack, man, bangers. I love that Moonlit Altar, one of my favorites. Oh my god, I like Cheeky's track. Oh man, there's so much bangers in that soundtrack, dude. Mm. Like, I love it so much, man. I I was I listened to it like my whole car ride, the whole thing, front nice. and back, man. It's so good. I really like the soundtrack. Um, it looks really good visually speaking. I love how it looks. It's awesome. I I mean, it, it hits every note for it. all that oomph I like in my fighting game, man. It's got it all when it comes to how it looks. It really does look like Uni, but I like how Uni looked too, man. Mm. Um, I haven't had too much issues with the netcode, but I see where. Like, I think they fixed the, the I think they did, but I don't know if they, because last time I played it, I didn't feel much of the issues. But I think they fixed the um, the PC issue with all of the rollback in the, when you skip the uh, the intro. Because mm-hmm. I skipped intros and now I'm not getting a lot of that rollback in the beginning. So I think the netcode has gotten a lot better. I think the netcode is pretty good, but I think, like, I think I tried playing Zio. Yo, shouts out to Zio. He did give me the game. Um, good friend. I was going to be like, I can't say anything bad about it now that you gave it to me. <laughs> oh, you, of like course that. you can, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? But so I tried playing him with it, and like, dude, I don't like how the lobby works. It's so freaking weird, man. Like, you're going, I'm in the lobby, and like, I'm like, okay, how do I change the input lag? You literally, like, you press something, and then the input lag shows in a scroll, in a in a, a scrolling bar that just goes like input lag, buttons, uh, configure, start, and it just. And you'll see the the words like just slowly go across the screen and then it goes away and then you can't actually see the input lag and how much you have to change. I don't like how they did the lobby. It's really cumbersome. and It's it's really weird, man, to be honest with you. I don't know why they, 
The lobby is just freaking weird. It, it, it was not easy for me to figure out anything. I, I didn't get it at all. Um, but outside of like, and there's no like quick match. There's no like player match. So you have to go through ranked to fight people online. Yeah, I only I really played care. ranked so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really care because what I like in that game and what's super good is that the game lets you go into training room like mm -hmm. Street Fighter Five and Tekken, and it, it's it's really fast. It's super, super fast in terms of getting you in the game and letting you play. Like, outside of, like, sure, the rank stuff, I think another issue is, uh, I will say, the lack of, like, Wi-Fi indicator or sometimes those bars be lying, man. You know, one, three, four, five, all that bull crap that they use that... They need to put a ping display. That's, that's one of the yeah, big Yeah, yeah, it, it's archaic, man. Like, let's yeah. be real. We need to know how much ping somebody got so I can really say no to their ass. Um, because, like... When I fight, like, I'll have time when I fight somebody, and they'll have, like, the four bars, and then it ain't really four bars or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they'll start flicking around a lot. But it's, it's, I think the rollback is good, honestly. It's pretty good. I would say that much. It's not yeah. like, I would say it's not as good as Strive, but it's still pretty good rollback netcode. Mm -hmm. And it can get better uh, from what I believe. Um, my issue with, like, Shield as, I don't like it, man. I don't really like the Shield. It's really weird because it, like, it's it's like I don't want to use it, but I have to use it. That's the problem I have with shield. So like a lot of the the situations where defensive play, I want to be defensive, and it, it just doesn't feel organic. Because if you use shield, people can just hold it. You can shield about eleven times because the game gives you like full ass meter. Uh, so or or the moon gauge, it gives you full moon gauge. So you can mm -hmm. just basically use it at any point when you're like fighting and stuff like that. You can hold it, you could delay it, you could do all that type of stuff with it. And, like, you can get fatal countered if you do it wrong, but, like, for some reason, like, you can low shield and it blocks, it works on low and mids, and then high shield works on high and mids. And it's like, I heard that the old melty wasn't the case like that. But it's mostly the fact that my issue with shield is that you are forced to interact with it when you do it. So, like... When you, when you shield something, like if you shield Akia's projectile, you shield that. Then that the Akia that's that's knowing you're shielding would essentially probably shield back. And then it could it causes this situation where you have to play the shield game. And it, it's like you have about, I think, like a couple of options outside of it. But you have to pick those options. Yeah. Outside of like not doing anything. But then it's like, I just don't like that. Because like sometimes I would shield something and I'm like, oh, well, I shielded it. Let me just do 2A, 2A, and try to pressure them. And it's like, no, I shield it, and if I press A, it makes me do, like, a launcher or something like mm -hmm. that. And I'm forced to – I'm forced an option, and I hate when games do that. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I just don't like it when games force an option out of me, and I kind of don't want to pick it because it just doesn't feel organic. And it, it, it makes you – like, I know that probably in the higher levels, there's a lot of people that figured out ways to – kind of combat shield like a lot of times it, but it just needs more polish it needs a lot yeah. more like it's just too forgiving and it lets people do it and online people are gonna go nuts with that man they're gonna mash you're gonna fight people with coma it might not be as bad because you got command grab yeah i just you command grab people ass, that's what i'm saying I, I was thinking that in my head i was like yo it's perfect as crap man mm -hmm. but like playing akia where I, I i still don't feel like i have a character in that game but Playing her, her neutral is kind of boring, man. I, I, I'll be honest, man. All she does is throw the onion rings, and then it's like, the only you can only have fun when you knock them down, man. I, yeah. I, I want to have fun the whole way. I want them to not have fun at all. The what whole happened way to the Shiki dream? 
I don't. I, you know what's weird? I'm not really feeling Shiki. I think his run speed is too slow. But like, yo, what's funny is he's like one of the best characters in the game right now. Right. This dude's unblockable. Is like seven frames, dog. Damn. <laughs> yo, I swear it's like super fast. I haven't played he any yet. Cool. I've only played Akiha and the who's the guy, the projectile guy. Um, Vlob. 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 Yeah, I've only played yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait till you fight a Shiki, man. That motherfucker is ignorant. Oh, he's an ignorant-ass character, man. He's man, ignorant. I can't wait. I, I, yeah, yeah. He's he's cool, but I just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling... I was, I was thinking of trying to find, like, I want to find, like, a, a more interesting character, personally, for a game. Because, like, a game, for, like, Melty, it's like every character kind of does the same. So, like, I want to find somebody that's kind of different in, in the instance of that. And Vlad wasn't really... I'm not really feeling him either, though. He's... He's kind of boring. Like as a projectile zoning, character, yeah. he's pretty boring. Yeah, he's not like he's not fun like Peacock fun. You know, where you go in mm-hmm. and you get all this kind of craziness. It's more like he just kind of just throws projectiles and sits back. Um, so yeah. that's how I feel like towards the shield. I haven't had any issues with the auto run throw because what kind of happens is that what I feel is that when you do tick throws, they come out a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of the running animation. But since I don't throw people unless i'm far or you know what i mean like that type. it's but it it's not bb weird. tag level that's what i noticed it's like bb tag yeah. is annoying but like yeah. this one i was like okay it's not too bad yeah it takes a little bit of adjusting but it's not that bad um the auto combo system is weird because like so if you want the the auto combo to not go the whole way through i think you're supposed to hold left when you're pressing like five okay. eight, for instance so you're just so going back so, yeah you have to hold back kind of like bb tag does that crap uh hmm. with with some with a button being locked when you have to hold back, which is really weird. I don't understand the idea of that. Like, it's not that bad, honestly, because once I learned my combo routes, I I kind of just always just would match like two A or something, or yeah, you know, you're kind of trying to you can you can like do the reverse beats and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's not that bad if you know your 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 layout, your way of going through your buttons before pressing them. But it is kind of weird, and I don't like it that much i just don't see what like it's one of those things where i almost feel the same way with shield i i don't see where it adds anything to the game like the game could have been perfectly fine without a shield or an auto combo system nobody would have cared and like i just don't see why that's added to the game it just doesn't add anything to and it doesn't add anything extra i feel that makes it worthwhile but yeah each your own on that one um the roster is good though i hear everybody's pretty good i mean like outside of like i think people saying aki is not that strong because her neutral is not that great but her setup stuff is pretty good so i think everybody's pretty strong which is really cool and it's a small roster so but it has plenty of like you know mm-hmm. um a lot of plenty of characters that people are are using yeah um but yeah i think so far it's a it's a good game but the 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 shield almost it, it almost kills it for me sometimes that's why it gets me un, like i'm unsatisfied because sometimes it just it's just not very organic and i just don't like the fact that i'm forced to mess with it then you have heat which people just pop that joint like every time dude. it's like and you have to learn a specific os to body people that always just mash out heat and stuff like that so yeah. the game it, it, the game is kind of built more on like knowing os's for the higher level people but then I kind of don't like that that much. Like maybe it's because I played a lot of Skullgirls, but like there's not that much OSs in that game. Like maybe there's a couple here and there, but OSs, like yeah, they're not really OSs, man. They'll yeah. say, but maybe I'm not too much of a fan of a lot of OS stuff. I remember Rev Two had a lot of that stuff. Yep. Um, 
I'm not too much of an option select guy. I really don't like it that much, but I know that we have to have it in fighting games at this point. But I just the shield really does kind of bug me. The moon drive, like the the moon drive skills are are weird because they come out like they come out like instant, man. Like mm-hmm. yo, the, the flashing moves that they do, oh man, some of those things come out instant, and they like I, I don't even know if they're like plus negative. People just mash those things. It's, yeah. The game is like super mashy. That's my 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 biggest beef with it right now. It's like, dog, ah, it's so mashy. Yeah, it's like, new though. I mean, everybody's gonna that, mash. That's what I'm saying. Don't know what they're doing. That's what I'm saying though. Like, I I think, but the problem is, I think with the moon drive though, and I see it even in the high level people, they'll mash it out to get out of pressure or something like that because it mm. just kind of works. Yeah. So like right now, I think that the game is in a spot where it's it's new, and that's why I kind of don't like it because a lot of it is. It needs polish in those situations. It needs to make it. Maybe a stress test would have made it better in that case because right now it's like, dude, people can just do whatever the hell they want. Like it's just a bunch of gorillas playing the game. Mm-hmm. Man. That's what it feels like, and it's like it's so hard to like, it, you know, to condition people. You'd have to know a lot of those OS and all this type of stuff, or you just smoke them before you, you they they play. But yeah, it, but it, it's. It, but then that, that's why I'm like I feel like man I'm ready to play Skullgirls because like <laughs> I know a lot of my fighting game knowledge is useful in the game. It's like I know mm-hmm. he's not gonna be able to. He has to hold it. He's afraid, you know. But you know. But I think that maybe in the next month or two it'll be a lot better if they figure out the shield situation and stuff like that because it just needs some fine tuning, man. A lot of things. Some of the systems in the game need some fine tuning to make mm-hmm. it so that people are more discouraged and have to think about it because right now you don't really have to think too much about a lot of the things you're doing. Yeah. You can kind of just wing it and it kind of works. I do think that they are coming. Um, they are coming to that. So they, on mm-hmm. October 29th, they did announce that uh, the first wave of DLC will come uh, for the game. They showed the roadmap. Uh, it only shows four total characters and uh, that the battle stories are coming with them. But uh, we don't have mm-hmm. a date, really. They just said that their releases are planned for sometime starting in winter of 2021 uh, through spring of 2022. So that's what they're starting on doing. But they also said that the game will uh, implement a patch uh, on November 12th, 2021, mm-hmm. which will adjust, uh, rather, it will address the bug fixes for each playable character as well as minor balance adjustments. Now, I don't think they'll do anything with Moon at this point, but I do think it's trending that way, especially mm-hmm. with more feedback. Um, there's a full list of all the changes that they're planning on doing, both on their Twitter and on their website. But uh, one of the notable fixes that is coming for sure in this patch is something that you uh, just brought up was the network-related fix, which um, affects rollback whenever somebody skips an intro. Um, I haven't had problems with it. I've had people skip the intro on me and the match played fine, but maybe there's still uh, some problems. So they're going to fix that on November 12th. But I do think that they will polish this game and hopefully they do tweak some of the mechanics and kind of get to this, uh, get to that point. I will say, I kind of feel like you, like um, I really like the game after two hours played. I want to go back to it, but I will say that like, if it's in between, you know, playing Melty Blood or playing TFH, I would probably still pick TFH because yeah. I think it's more, it's like more fun and I know what I'm getting. But Melty is mm-hmm. definitely something that I would play alone, even if nobody wants to play with me. It's just a matter of um, just kind of dedicating time to it. But um, yeah, I think TFH is like the equivalent to uh, like my rivals, like you, what you yeah. feel about rivals. But yeah. uh, I still like Melty a lot. I mean, it's just fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like the game. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's just, it needs that tuning right now because mm-hmm. there's just, 
There's just too much weird stuff that happens in the game when I play it, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And it's I a can't month even, old, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I can't even, like, I can't even make heads or tails of the of the stuff a lot of the time, but I'm already like, well, I'll just play some, I'll play Rivals, because at yep. least I know what's going on a lot of the time. So I, maybe it's the, the old man boomer or some crap, like, in, in me now at this point, where now I understand why some people have trouble getting with a new game because it's like you kind of like the stuff you played in your older games and man honestly the trend with a lot of these new fighting games is that they're becoming more accessible so they're adding a lot of like i don't want to say needless but i do want to say needless so i'm gonna say a lot of needless things that Mm -hmm. i don't understand what like who does this crap go for you know what i'm saying like a lot of the time that's what it feels like for me but yeah man yeah it's um it definitely is going that way. I will say that uh, I personally don't really like the way the auto combo is mm-hmm. constructed, but I think there's ways to to get around it. I wish I didn't have to go through those ways, That's but it is what it is, is yeah, right? Man. Like, yeah, like I know no game is gonna be perfect, but I just kind of I'm kind of tired of <laughs> you know right. kind of tired of having to work my ass around it. Like, no, why can't you come out correct? <laughs> But yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a month old. We'll give them some more time. Hopefully, yeah. they polish some things. I think they will, man. They definitely will. It, mm-hmm. It'll it'll get a lot better, I believe. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was all for the news. I know that was pretty lengthy, but obviously we missed four months, so this show was gonna was always gonna be a, a longer show, a longer yeah, episode. Right. Um, but now we can finally get to uh, fighting game topic of the week. Round two, topic of the week. This week's topic of the week, this is something that, again, I haven't seen too many people uh, talk about. This was actually going to be the topic of the week back for our July episode. Uh, I never even changed the show notes because nobody talked about it. All these people making FGC Hollywood do all their work for them. Uh, So is the Steam Deck, is it relevant to the FGC? And I think we'll see. But um, so on July 15, 2021, Valve announced its foray into the uh, handheld space with the newly introduced Steam Deck. Um, And here's what we know so far. So here's some of the the tech stuff. Um, It's a handheld device that can play any game in your Steam library. It can function as a portable PC. You can plug it into a monitor or a TV, install amps and and software, uh, use it to watch streaming, video, and more. You can also uh, dock for the, rather there's a dock for the Steam Deck that will allow you to connect it to your um, TV or monitor that will be sold separately. So it doesn't come with it, but um, it is an option. Um, It comes with uh, display ports, HDMI ports, Ethernet ports, uh, three USB inputs. So everything that you kind of want from a handheld system. So the shipping begins next month in December of 2021. Uh, There's going to be three SKUs, 64 gigs is 400, 256 gigs is 530, and 512 gigs is 650. So... Yeah, outside of the storage space, the difference between those three SKUs is just uh, the more expensive versions of the Steam Deck feature uh, faster um, SSD storage. So that's really the only difference. All three versions will let you increase the storage space using the micro SD card. Um, So that's good. The specs revealed indicate that it is slightly more powerful than a standard PlayStation 4, which would make it less powerful i guess than what you kind of need for like a 2021 playstation or rather a fighting game console because we're probably going to be playing on playstation 5 playstation 4 pro 
um but it is a fairly powerful so it's, it's i think it's more powerful than the switch though so that's there's yeah, that it, it is yeah that's what i was thinking so yeah um and then lastly it's uh two to eight hours of battery life depending on what you're doing that's so like <laughs> yeah it's not it's not much but um if you're going to be running a lot of you know heavy duty fighting games like i don't know if this thing can run tekken but it, I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to run Tekken for very long if you play it on that thing. But we'll see what happens when this thing comes out in December. I did see some footage of somebody playing Street Fighter Five on that thing on the handheld. So that's pretty interesting. Now, this is uh, back in July. I took all this information off of Twitter. So let's get to Toby's question on Discord first. Um, Toby asked, do you think the recently announced Steam Deck can be good for tournament setups in the future? I asked this with the recent discovery of input lag differences between Guilty Gear Strive on PC and PS4 in mind. So this was back in July when we learned that Guilty Gear Strive had severe input delay compared on the PlayStation side of things compared mm -hmm. to the PC side of things. I'm pretty sure they fixed that since, but this was big because you got the steam deck and everybody's already about you know can we stop using consoles for <laughs> tournaments i'm tired of these consoles yeah. yeah so everybody wants to become pc master race so here's the reaction to the news so this was back in july the reaction to the news from fellow tournament organizer rick the hado who's in charge of combo breaker and he's quoted saying this tournament pc conversation re-enters the chat if the dock lets this handle or, or lets this handle controllers has good performance and manages low lag monitor output well, this could very well be a viable option. So there's a lot of things in place there for this thing to replace a console, but all that stuff it could do. I mean, I think the biggest one there is if it can have good performance as well as handle every single controller because you know if people bring the tournaments all sort of crazy wacky controllers uh, so yeah, hopefully man. hopefully it, it'll be able to you know you don't have to update your drivers every time somebody comes in with a crazy <laughs> hitbox or whatever right? dude you're gonna see that windows exe stop working some crap yeah. like that on it <laughs> so we'll see but that's what rick thinks now here's another fellow tournament organizer this is alex jabaley who's in charge of ceo and he said um do i see this as a future for tournaments uh before it's even out not yet but has some serious potential at a similar price point to consoles which i'm assuming he's talking about that first SKU, which would be 400 bucks right mm -hmm. um if it needs to always be online connected to steam though that'll be the first setback We'll have to wait and see how nicely it plays with a variety of controllers FGC users use. Still a lot of official uh, console pad players out there that might not work with this fluidly like a PlayStation con controller does on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Loading up SD cards is nice. So again, he's sort of the same as like the Hado, yeah. where it's like, hey, this could have potential, but there are some potential setbacks. I think the controller one is a big one because... Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many people that show up to tournaments with all these wacky controllers. They bring I, their nasty old what them them uh, them bags, uh, the pillows, the, the oh yeah, they bring those anime waifu pillows. Uh -huh. I ain't washed it in three years. I'm gonna play you in some tech, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So you're you're gonna find that. Um, but that thing comes out in December, and that would be kind of sick if we could play games off of that instead of just PlayStation. And by the way, it would also be an incentive, hopefully, for um, 
not having to use uh, controllers that only work on PlayStation because a lot of people mm-hmm. have those and they can't play on PC tournaments when, when they do happen. Like, I know there's locals, especially, that just run stuff on PC because they only have a few setups. So why not just mm-hmm. run stuff on PC? Um, this would be a really nice substitute. But again, the storage thing, I mean, Tekken is so large and Street Fighter is so large. 64 I mean, gigs game, ain't going to, yeah, 64 yeah. gigs ain't going to cut it. So. I don't know how things are going to run off SD too. That's that's a little sus. Um, a lot of questions with this thing, but it is cool. So um, it's again, it, it seems that according to the specs, the the power part isn't much so much of the issue. However, the pricing, controller compatibility, um, and then especially availability at launch because there's so many pre-orders, it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be hard to get one of these things at launch. Um, we'll see how long it's going to take until we even expect to see one at tournament as, as an experiment. I, I think it's going to be well into 2022 if somebody does take a chance on this thing. But mm-hmm. it's certainly interesting. I think it would be really cool if we can move to finally PCs at tournaments instead of you know having to get you know playing Killer Instinct at Combo Breaker, having to haul this Xbox One around. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Bring it. You gotta bring the old Xbox, man. <laughs> Big ass Xbox. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great if we could uh, situate that. My my biggest concern is always is usually the price, man. It's too expensive right now, man. It so is. I think what's gonna have to happen is that's probably not gonna be a concern until the price point is like maybe somewhere where the switch is at, like a two hundred three dollars. Because right now, if you gotta spend like what is it like for the the one with the 512, 650, and then the cheapest one is 400 plus. That's way too much with only like that. And then like the SD cards. SD cards are cool, but man, that is such an easy thing to tamper with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people can really just bah, yep. take your SD card and just run with it. And it's like, oh, wow, man. But I, I think that maybe like, man, I'm not going to lie, man. That thing sounds pretty cool. Like I've always been saying, I'm like, why doesn't Steam have like some sort of like uh you know the PSTV, something like that. Like, why isn't there yeah. like something like that that you could just hook up or have it like portable or something like that? Because that would be that makes so much money, man. That's like really, really easy. So I don't understand why that's not a thing. But but yeah, man, I I I can't wait for you know I can't wait for that like to be cheap because I'm like, oh, all those indie games, mm-hmm. all those indie two D platformers. Oh man, I'm gonna play the hell out of that stuff, but. I think that it would be really cool if they get to a point where they can use that stuff, but I it, it not anytime soon. And I do want yeah. to say that fighting games, like my only thing with fighting games right now though is like if you, I guess if you have that one of those for yourself, you'd have to have like it's basically like a computer, so you're gonna have to have it like wired and stuff like that. But in tournaments, I guess it doesn't matter as much. I don't know how big that thing is, um, but you probably can just toss it in like a lunchbox or something. Yeah, so I think it's about be- the size of a switch. Yeah. Oh, that that's pretty mm-hmm. good then. So that that would be really nice if we get to that point. But because like think about it then, because then we could use like we could play old ass games on that thing too. Fight like, Yeah, yeah. man. Fight Yeah, man. Without the com the community. Yeah, without the racism. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Without the douches. But yeah, yeah, dude. So that I think that would be great. But yeah, it might be. It might take a while. I know friends already like pre-ordered that thing, man. Oh, yeah. Right when they heard it, people pre-ordered. I was like, "Damn, y'all just y'all just y'all just ready to die, drop five hundred like that?" I'm like, man. I know we have a few people in our Discord that pre-ordered the five twelve version. I'm like, "God damn!" Yeah. Damn word. 
that. Yeah, I had a friend that he pre-ordered that thing because like the way they let people pre-order it is that you just put like a dollar on the pre-order or something mm-hmm. like that or small fee, and then you, they just charge it when you get it. But yep. that concerns me because then it's like, are you sure you're gonna have that money when? <laughs> right. <laughs> when you when you when they take it out your account? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he does. They're they going to pull that out. You're like, all right, I'm going to get some food. And then you just see like $500 missing mm-hmm. from your account. <laughs> yeah. But that it is it is exciting. I do think um, mm-hmm. I, I would like to see somebody, even just like a local, take a chance on this thing if they can and, and report back to big bigger tournaments and TOs and be like, hey, this is kind of what you need. This is what it does. Um, but, yeah, I think next year for sure we'll, we might see this thing in the yeah, wild. I, so be cool I can't, I can't wait man I, I definitely can't wait for stuff like that because it definitely will allow old games to be played again mm-hmm. like, you can you can see mbc2 tournaments you know what i'm saying stuff like that will happen yeah it'd be pretty sick but uh yeah we're, we're winding down the show we only got uh two more rounds to go the next one is hollywood mail round three hollywood mail I only put one question this week for Hollywood Mail because I knew it was going to be a longer show. But this one comes from Radix on Discord. This is a backlog question. I didn't take no new questions this week because I knew uh, we have so many backlog questions from the last four months. Mm-hmm. People have just been submitting, and I haven't we yeah, haven't they, recorded anything. They ask you questions. We haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Radix on Discord, and he asks, uh, this is kind of a modified version of a question that was asked in Discord once, but what does your choice of mains across fighting games say about you? I played Abba, Melina, Hilda, Tarumi, and a bit of Red Arc because I like my dangerous nutcases. We've sort of talked about this before. I think we did a list of our top five characters or something like that um, back in the day. But... Um, I know for you, you don't have um, you don't have that type of character that you 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 go with. But I know I do know you you like certain characters that like um, how do I say this like uh, almost like a one turn character like uh, thank you that's my turn or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I do like characters like that though. Mm-hmm. But I like it when those characters have to earn it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like so, like in Melty Blood, I played Miyako, I played against Miyako, and I was like, no. <laughs> I don't want to use her at all, man, because she's just too much. Like, I don't like it when it's too easy for them. I like it when there's a there's a thing that they have to work for. There has to be something that makes it hard. Mm-hmm. I like to. Uh, I will say I like to pick characters that are somewhat difficult to use in certain aspects. But I won't say like for like I guess I could say like for Skullgirls, Philly is not that hard really, but her neutral is not that good, so she has to kind of work to get in. Yeah. Um she can vortex you though. And that's what I love about her. She, mm-hmm. When she gets in, it's her turn, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what she earned. Uh, you know. Um, but I pick, I pick, like I pick some pretty different characters across the board. May isn't like that at all, honestly. Unless on knockdown, you she does kind of do some crazy stuff. But like a lot of the time, her neutral is pretty whack. It's just jumping around and and throwing it. But when you hit, when she hits, she hits you like a friggin' brick. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the Rivals character I use is completely different. I mean, he's like a combo character, but he's not that good, man. I mean, he's he's pretty fun, though. Forest Burn is really fun. He does, like, this this thing where he can hide behind the shadow and stuff like that. So Or, the yeah, the smoke that he makes. But, yeah, I don't really have a set way of what I pick characters. I just try to pick whatever is most fun to me. Um, right now, I don't have one in Melty Blood, that's for sure. Akiya is fun, but I don't really like her neutral because outside of, like, Jump B, like, she doesn't have anything fun. 
because you can't really throw projectiles without all the end lag in it. So like I don't know. Right. I think I found your archetype though. You like you like characters with shit neutral. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it is, right? Yeah, man. I like characters with bad neutral, man. That's what yeah. ends up happening. Sometimes that's the case though, because like they're the most interesting because of how you have to go about using them. I like you I like using characters that are interesting because they you know, you can use them in interest, but then I use like in like a Street Fighter. I use Karen. Her neutral was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then I wanted to use Mika because she could vortex. You. <laughs> right. I wanted, but I didn't. I didn't. I ended up using it. But like in, in Tekken, that's not so much. But some some games, that's not so much of a concern. I would say, like in Melty, I don't feel like that's too much of a concern with the archetypes of characters. In Tekken, I don't feel that way too much because every a lot of characters have similar things. Mm-hmm. So like. Like in Skullgirls too, you could say, you know, you know, you like zoners, but man, I've seen people rush down all the time with Peacock, man. <laughs> they oh, they yeah. go in. So I, I think I found the way I found that I like a video game that allows the player to basically play both ways and express themselves any way they can. Those are the games I like the most. Like in TFH, it's the same thing. You could play Velvet pretty aggressively, or you could really play it really lame, and that's what's really cool about her. But she's a zoner and she has good neutral. Yep. But then I didn't really like Tian Hua because, like, it's the same jump thing C. over and over. I'm Just not, jump C. Yeah, jump C is the button, man. I'm not too much of a fan of that. I don't like turning my brain off. I like using it. Using it you know? Yep. Yeah, I respect that. Um, I I sort of have an archetype, I think. I, just, I go for, like... Um, People, like characters I, I find badass like if they got mm-hmm. like some edge yeah. to them i need some edge you know i can't you can't be yeah. vanilla like i need be something close, man. yeah yeah not, not everybody's built like you narakami right no right? no he, he is narakami the, the god Dude, um, that, but see but see persona that's why like in persona i like so many different characters but because the game is made so well you can use a character in so many different ways so like you narakami you can kind of zone with him Dude's mm-hmm. got a command grab. He's got like bison slide, goddammit. Yep. He has an amazing DP. Dude, he has got he has really good pressure with J2B. J2B the god. Dude, and that's the type of games I really like. The games that the characters have so much tools. Like Yukari doesn't have great pressure, but she could set bombs out and then it can help her pressure and stuff like Standing that. Standing low. So that kick that kick yeah. will get me every time. Hell yeah, man! Or like Rize, uh, I think it's Rize, right? The, the yep. girl with the mic. Yeah, mm-hmm. she could set like um, Ouroboros, or she could do the, all these type of things that make it so that it can basically help her weaknesses. And I like that about like when a fighting game lets you do that. Like that's why I kind of like team games too, though, because you could just use another character to work. Because like if I was to say my favorite Skullgirls character is Sarabella, but I always use Philia. I wouldn't be lying, man. Sarah Bella is fun enough. She's got a DP. She's got two command grabs, like three armor normal. Like, dude, this chick has everything. Like, right. It's godlike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like I like some edge. I'm not an edge lord, though. I will say that. I'm not an yeah, edge lord. Yeah. <laughs> but I like, I like a little bit of edge. So my characters tend to be like the badass looking ones, the, mm-hmm. the, the cool ones that I find cool. Um, Akatsuki, yeah, yeah. Kaoma. On the female side, it would be like Vice. Um, so yeah, I, I like that. But also, I also depending on the personality of the character, I'll, I'll diverge from that. Like Lily's not a badass character, but there's something about her that I'm like, you know, she's got she's got edge, but it's different edge. It's just like um, like she has uh, great movement, and that's yeah. really cool. But yeah, yeah very great elegant. Movement. Maybe that's why I like it. It's and then I like I liked 
Yeah, man, yeah. And then I like Master Raven because she has, like, extra movement options on top of, like, other mm-hmm. stuff. But she's not, like, uh, she's not, like, a Mishima. So yeah. she does have cool movement options. Yeah. That's a good question, though, Radix. I like that question. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Pringle, this one's pretty... Is is going to be a different uh, segment on FGC Hollywood? This is going to be the Dirk feature of the week. I'm calling it the Dirk <laughs> feature of the week. We're because... going to internalize him into the to the podcast. Yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, it's called the Dirk feature of the week because it's only the best. Because he was the best doggo. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna try to feature like something every week that I find kind of cool. Um, this is, comes from Twitter. It comes from at it's fantastic AC on Twitter shared some cool info on the Guilty Gear X soundtrack cover character, which I never knew. So, um, and I'll put it on screen for people so they can see. So uh, he says on Twitter, illustration for the Guilty Gear X original soundtrack, according to Daisuke Shiratari, he wanted to draw an American girl, but was worried people wouldn't be able to identify it as Guilty Gear soundtrack. So he decided to have her do cosplay. So I always wondered who that character was on the Guilty Gear XX, uh, or rather, just the Guilty Gear X soundtrack, she's wearing, like, Soul um, costume, but uh, I didn't know, it, I didn't know if it was, like, Milia, or, but it also kind of looks like a version of Eno that's blonde, like but I always, I always thought that was cool. Milia, yeah. Yeah, Milia, Eno, and Soul in one mm-hmm. goddamn person. Yeah. And maybe a little Zato. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So I always thought that that was a really cool character, but it's not. she's not in the game. So I was like, oh, where did she come from? So now we got some some info about that uh, character art. So how about that? He wanted to draw an American girl, but I guess he didn't think that would be Guilty Gear. But I figured American, there's plenty of American characters in, in uh, Guilty Gear, aren't there? Like, they act American. Uh, I, I think so. I mean, she would be, she could be like, she could be like a mishmash character, like got a note, got like fatter, like, you know, yep. some weird crap, like yeah, that, got an Eddie or something. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Betty. Give her some Betty. Uh, yeah, but I thought, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, last but not least, uh, so on the horizon, so this is for next week, uh, just to give people a heads up. So this is what I want to do. I don't know if it's going to happen. You know how things work out. Sometimes we have time, sometimes we don't have time. But uh, this is my plan for next week. So I want to take more Hollywood mail. We have a bunch of backlogs, so we'll do that next week. Um, we'll go more in depth. Hopefully, I'll have more playtime in Melty Blood Type Lumina so I can kind of uh, take what you said today and translate it to my playtime for next week. And we can talk about that a little bit more. Um, we'll see if I hate Shield by the time I talk about it. Next week. <laughs> I think you might, man, but it yeah. might not be an issue because you use Cobalt. <laughs> yeah. Um, We'll speak about uh, changes in the FGC and fighting games in the last 10 years. I kind of want to go over that. Um, and then if we have time, I want to talk about some guest characters. We've got, we have a really good catalog of guest characters in fighting games. So I want to uh, sort of rank them and see where they, um, where they fare as far as um, the, um, I guess, how well they translated into a fighting game. So uh, we might do that if we have time. So that'll be for next week. Um, but outside of that, Pringle, I am all out of words. I'm all out of breath. I'm all out of water, too. I have no more water. <laughs> um, but uh, it's good to be back, my friend. Uh, I don't know yeah, if you have is, closing words for people listening, but um, it's it's nah. good to, it's good to have FGC Hollywood back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to be back, man. I don't really have much, man, outside of the fact that, like, you know, been, I mean, I've been, you know, I will say that I have played some stuff here in between, but yeah, man, I'm just playing a whole lot of JRPGs. <laughs> nice. 
I wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah, I, know, right? I did get, I did, I only have one more Dragon Quest to complete now. The seven. Oh, wow. Look yeah. at you. I know, right? That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> We're going to have to get you like a plaque, like a, a, comp- like a certified Dragon Quest completer pla- uh, plaque. I know, right? Completionist, yeah, man. Mm. I need to get me one of those. <laughs> nice yeah i uh, i still have that demo on my pc for uh Dragon right. Quest you, you gotta play uh stick of truth man That's what you gotta i know try, man. i got so many things to, to play it. yeah your backlog is probably huge man. oh you dude yeah, yeah i got i got fighting games on that backlog i got jrpgs i got indie rpgs i got all sorts of good stuff oh, on there but uh that's all our time for this week pringle my man i appreciate you joining me for another episode of fgc hollywood four months apart but it's it's good to be back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate y'all. This is a little new look for us. I know my Wi-Fi is bunk. I know it's not the best setup we currently have. But in three months, I'll be moving to my own place, be wired again, better internet. But for now, it is what it is, as Max Holloway says. Um, but uh, I'm just happy to be back. Happy to talk about fighting games. And um, until we'll, we'll work on the show, obviously we'll get better. This is almost like a episode one. All over the remaster, yo. yeah. <laughs> it's the remaster of the, the port of the remaster. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but we'll we'll do better. So I can't wait uh, to be back next week. We'll talk about some cool stuff. But until then, you know what to do. Keep it classy and uh, yeah, stay Hollywood. Peace out, y'all. Okay, y'all. Peace.